Cutting room combos may not be suitable for younger listeners. In addition to a language advisory, this podcast contains themes that may be sensitive or triggering to our audience. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Cutting Room Convos, guys. I'm people. Yes- <laughs> people. I'm Yasmin, and I sometimes scare Jenny without even trying. I'm Jenny, and I'm easily scared. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Finally. It's true. <laughs> and I really don't like being scared. Seriously, I'll, I'll just wake up in the morning. I'll be in my feety pajamas, like walking me. down the stairs, and you'll be like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, damn. I, it's I don't, not you. It's I don't me. look that ugly in the morning shit. <laughs> Uh, I guess I just got some quietish stuff. <laughs> so, um, I scare myself, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, and that type no. of thing where, like, I'll walk past a mirror and be like, Do <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, what are we doing today? So, we are going to do another comparison episode today, Woo! guys. This and that and that and this and comparison. <laughs> we should make that a little theme song. <laughs> I'm going to forget it. <laughs> Look, I already forgot it. <laughs> Oh, God. Can you see your notes? Um, yes. Yes, I can. <laughs> so we are going to be comparing The Omen. Did I do the director's? Yes, I did. Okay. I usually forget that now. Um, <laughs> the Omen, the original, 1976, directed by Richard Donner, mm-hmm. compared to the 2006 remake, directed by John Moore. Yep. And I think we're very fortunate to say that the summary is basically the same for both movies, so the summary won't take that long. Um, but, I mean, before we get down to that, what did you think of this movie? Which one? Uh, both. Okay. Um, <laughs> Especially since you brought up this idea to Oh, I did. This. Okay. I actually yeah. was listening to a different podcast, um, and they were talking about, like, cursed movies, the ones that are, like, the sets that things, like, happen behind the scenes and on set. Like The Exorcist, yeah, Medieval Horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and they were giving a summary of the movie, and I was like, that sounds really cool. Like, it's a good plot. I want to I wanna watch this. Yeah. And watching it, I think it was really cool to see the same the same script in two different time periods. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Cause that's true. I think it was word for word. I think it was the exact same script. It felt like it, because, like, we watched both of the movies in, in the same day. Back to back, yeah. And it just felt like we were watching one movie twice. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Except we recognized <laughs> actors in the second one. We did. We recognized a lot of Three actors. of them are from Harry Potter, so. And, uh, three. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. What's the third one? I don't remember. Oh, shit. I just remember seeing that. I think it was, um, <gasps> Bahubala. What the fuck is his name? Bahububa? Bahububa? The old man, uh, uh, Dumbledore. Let me see. I remember Dumbledore and Professor Lupin. The actors for those two were were in this movie, but I don't remember anyone else. There was one more. And it sucks because, like, half of the people in that movie spoke uh, with an English accent, so... <laughs> or a British uh, accent, forgive me. Um, but, yeah, I only remember those two, and, and they were in the same scene together, so I was like, ah, imagine Dumbledore and Lupin in another movie together. Oh, Igor Karkarov. Hold up. Who did he play? Friedrich Bielak. He's a Serbian actor. Oh, he was, um... Who was he then? He was at that, uh, where was it? That that place in Rome 
where they were talking to the dude. <gasps> oh, he was the the first. Okay, he was the first priest guy. Wait. He, oh, yeah. In the beginning. Yes, mm-hmm, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first priest that's guy. Who he was? Yep. Wow. I can't believe I didn't know that. Okay. Three. Three wow. Harry Potter actors in the 2006 Omen movie. I am amazed. I that's have no your first idea. hints of trivia today. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, all right. I mean, all I can say about both these movies is that I remembered seeing actually both of these movies in bits and pieces. Like, mm-hmm. I don't remember mm-hmm. seeing either of them in full. Mm-hmm. So that was my first time. It's and me with the Titanic. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> like, I know everything about the Titanic, but not because I've ever sat through it. Mm, yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> but I'm glad I got to watch these both in full and just to see, like, how similar they are, but also how different because, you mm-hmm. know, it was, like, 30 years apart, I think. Yeah, 30, exactly. Wow. Oh, that's not creepy. <laughs> that um, was on purpose. <laughs> that was totally on purpose. I think that... The 2006 one, I think I remember when I was a kid seeing partially a commercial where it said, oh, coming out June 6, 2006. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe it might have been another movie, but I thought it was this one, too. It's possible because the one that was in 1976 um, had, like, its pre, pre-air pre thing. There's Tessaran, I guess, or whatever, on also oh. June 6, 76. No shit. And that, like, while the people were watching the movie... The staff was like putting up signs like "Thanks for watching this on 666," after so that they would see it after they came out of the movie theater. Oh, wow! <laughs> Way to make everyone he feel was cursed. Very lingering. I feel like he he took a lot of things from other child demon babies movies. <laughs> oh God! That we can see later on when we talk about it. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so we'll get down to the summary. Um, <gasps> Let's get down to business. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Another jingle. We should, like, take a shot for every jingle we do or oh something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or a song reference. I think, I think our brains just work in jingles. I guess, probably, yeah. Yeah. I'm too scarce. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> All right. So, well, an added note, in the beginning of the 2006 one, this was one of the main differences. Um, mm-hmm. The beginning of the remake begun with uh, this sort of meeting amongst... Uh, the Pope, and I guess you could say his advisors uh, in Rome about recent disasters that have been happening. Oh. And you saw snippets of the tsunami okay, yeah. in Peru, mm-hmm. uh, 9-11, and those, uh, both of which, of amongst the other examples, took place in 2001, and that was the year that this meeting took place, supposedly. Yeah, quote-unquote. Quote-unquote. And the three falling stars merged into one and hit the earth or some shit. Sheesh. Yes. Because we started in an <laughs> observatory. Ah, yes, 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 an observatory. So, yeah, that's where the remake began. And then we go on to this scene where we meet Robert Thorne, uh, who, and, and this, at this point, this is happening in the same, uh, both the original movie and the remake. Mm-hmm. So, Robert is uh, visiting the hospital that his wife in, where she's supposed to be giving birth to their child, and finds that the child's dead. Mm-hmm. Um and then is told, hey, but there's another baby that you could be able to adopt. Your wife doesn't have to know about it. The wife didn't even know that the first baby was dead. Mm-hmm. So the husband was, you know, kind of reluctant, but was like, okay, let, let's do it. Yeah, she really wants a baby. Mm, right. It'll, it'll crush her if I tell her that our baby passed. Right, exactly. So, yeah, there was that. And then we kind of fast forward up to five years how, you know, 
Robert is getting a job. He's uh, what this ambas this U.S. ambassador in uh, in Britain or in, in, in London. England in London. Yes, and um, they're getting this new big house and and uh, you know everything's looking up. You know they're spending quality time with their kid. Everything seems great. Sorry, right? the I smile is quality time with the Grinch. <laughs> so I wonder. Um, if the people who listen to this podcast, if they're as scatterbrained as we are, or if they just listen along and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? Like, they gotta, they gotta like, put, like, bookmarks or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Oh, and another uh, difference uh, in the remake, there was a scene added before things were starting to look up, where, um, wh- who was it? Was it uh, Robert's dad? dad, uncle, a family member of some sorts, uh, who in a mysterious freak accident passed away where his limo exploded. Um, so I then, it was his dad. I because, can't remember. Because, or, okay. He called him by name. Steven. Steven. But I think whoever he was, Robert, our main character guy, is like a runner up to him. Like he's the mm. next in line if something had happened to Steven. And then lo and behold... Something Robert. happens. I know, lo and behold, who fucking says that? What am I? <laughs> well, Robert got the job. Um, so then, carrying on from the rest of the summary, um, then uh, Damien has his fifth birthday party, and it's all outdoors, you know, everyone's having a great time, big-ass birthday cake, everything. And then, the nanny, after, you know, having a staring contest with a Rottweiler, mm-hmm. um, or goes... Or a different dog in the second movie. Oh, Sirius yes. Sirius Black or some shit. It was a different dog. I don't know why they did a different... Anyways. Um, but yeah, Nanny is uh, suddenly up there with a, you know, a noose around her neck saying, Damien, this is for you! And she jumps. Yeah. So, in front of all those kids. And Traumatizing them. Very much. And so then we go to the next scene where Robert's being faced with paparazzi about the Nanny. You no, know, she was doing drugs and all that. And then all of a sudden, uh, he meets... Father Brennan, a priest who has come to warn him about uh, uh, about his son, basically, mm-hmm. and telling him, you need to accept Christ or you will be in danger. And pretty much just leaves it at that before he gets kicked out of the building. Yeah. Um, so then uh, we cut to the next scene with Robert and his wife. Oh, my God. Did I... Oh, Kathy in the original, Kate in the remake. That's the wife's name in both movies um no better way to explain it um so both uh husband and wife are at home and they are visited by a a mysterious new nanny i called her the mary poppins from hell um (laughs) who who comes in on her own accord and visits damien i am here to protect you to be clear she's not driving an accord she's just (laughs) on her own accord (laughs) My God, like, oh, the things I say. Um, <laughs> so then the next day, um, after uh, Mary Poppins was like fighting against the wife about Mary how Poppins. I'm sorry, I I forget her name. I probably wrote it down later on after the remake. Um, after she was fighting with the wife about oh keeping the son home on this church day and whatnot, and the wife was like, Nah, you get him dressed. Like and down the here fuck? now, you're not his mom. I'm his mom. To get him dressed, right? He's going to church to this wedding. Mm-hmm. So on the way to church, then the son is, like, having, like, this internal breakdown, heavy breathing while staring at this really tall church on the way there, 
once he gets there, he flips out screaming, clawing at the mom and... Mm-hmm. Specifically the mom, too. Kind of raises literal hell. I hate to say it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then they're forced to drive back home. And then... Mm, like, um, awkward for everybody that saw that. So awkward. <laughs> um, and then another uh, scene that differentiates from the original in the remake... Uh, they show Kate having nightmares about Damien. Oh, yeah, I like those. Right? It was they were very short, but like you really got the idea of it, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think. So, yeah, that was uh, one of Kate's first nightmares about Damien. And then uh next scene, Robert has an encounter with a Rottweiler in the house who happens to be Damien's new guard dog. <laughs> and Mary Poppins is like, "We keep in him." <laughs> I was like, oh, bitch. Um, so That's anyways. the master of the house. <laughs> right. Uh, next scene. Uh, another one of uh, Damien's incidents that are shown are at a zoo trip where all of the animals are either, like, getting away from him or, like, acting really wild and mm-hmm. violent. Mm-hmm. Not realizing, or everyone else not realizing the source <laughs> of the wild behavior of the mm-hmm. animals. Um, and then, uh, oh, mysterious photographer Keith. I forgot to mention him. He was in one of the beginning scenes. Oh, Um, beginning beginning or birthday party beginning? Oh, birthday party beginning. And then he ran into Robert when he was trying to get back to work with the paparazzi. And then Robert knocked him down. And the priest. He met the priest on the first time he was escorted out of the house. Out of the White House? I don't know. Out of the office? I don't know. The embassy. I don't know what's going on. I believe you. Oh, yeah. Um, So we also get like a little montage scene in the middle of the movie where photographer Keith, uh, he begins to find some weird, uh, I guess, images in the photos that he was uh, developing in his room, uh, such as the uh, sort of line image that was around the old nanny's neck oh yeah in previous pictures or mm-hmm. or the sharp line that was heading towards uh father brennan and some of the pictures he took mm-hmm. so they were uh, and they were apparently not part of the photos he took or whatever so then um robert then learns from father brennan after father brennan was like meet with me at this park and you'll never see me again yeah. your wife's in danger if you don't meet me so he meets with him uh, learned that his wife is pregnant from him. Don't know how he got that news. And uh, warned that Damien will kill uh, this unborn child and kill the wife as well. Um, and shortly after that, Robert's like, don't ever talk to me again. And then right mm-hmm. after that, suddenly like, wind and rainstorms and Father Brennan dies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It was immediately after that. I it was, was. Like, that is, whew, that sucks because, like, you're rejected. And at that moment, you're just like... Oh my God, my punishment is coming. It, it's yeah. oof, it's scary. He wanted the reason he warned him about his son and that his wife was in danger was because well they say it later on like he was riddled with cancer so he was probably just trying to make right before he passed so that he can go to heaven. Um, quote unquote and, and not you know heck. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, so, yeah, after that scary scene, he was running towards a church for help. But, of course, the church was locked everywhere around him, which was very strange. And then lightning strikes on a pole that just shoots down right through him. Oh, yeah. Hence Ooh, the, the line in the photo. Imp- yeah. And I just want to point out that 
the position of Father Brennan's death. Oh man, I probably mentioned that later on. Sorry, I'll just mention it now since I'm talking. We can about mention it. it later on. I can change the subject really quick. Sounds good. One of the Father Brennan's, I think it was the 2006 one, was actually riddled with cancer and ended up dying a year later. Huh? No. Wait. Yeah. Like for real? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, that's. Rest in peace. I don't remember which one. Do you, was was the cancer news before or no, after? No, no, it oh. was. Okay. This isn't part of my thing. It just was a because okay. I read through all the trivia. Okay. <laughs> Rewind. The reason we watched this movie is because I heard it on Morbid. Morbid gave me all the um, little snippets of the cursed things that happened. So to Ooh. find them, I was like reading through IMDb, reading through like, you know, all those articles that are like 10 things that happened. <laughs> this is Miss Mojo. Here are the top 10. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so I was doing my own little mini research because I fucking hate doing research. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Anyways, and in my research, I found out that I think it was a 2006 Father Brendan actor who passed away from actual cancer. He passed? I think. I've seen him in other movies. Oh, that's so sad. Oh, I'm so sorry. I feel like you really do get sad when people die, even though you don't know them. I do. That's okay. I'll go on to the next part of the movie. <laughs> Empathetic. Who's cutting onions? I get it. God damn it. <laughs> All right, so after um, Father Brennan's death, the, the character, um, <laughs> oh my god, I can't. <laughs> Next scene, uh, Robert talks with Kathy's psychiatrist um, because he first talked with Kathy or, or Kate, either one, the wife. Kate the... Yeah. I mean, it could, Catherine could be shortened to Kathy or Kate, so we'll just, we can just call her that. Yeah, just call yeah. her K. 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 Let's go with K. Yeah, like in Men in Black. <laughs> Okay, and Jay. <laughs> oh my god. So, Robert talks with Kay, uh, learns from her uh, that she is indeed pregnant, and was told, like, you need to talk to my psychiatrist. Um, so then he talks with the psychiatrist, who's all like, oh, she seems to believe that the son is evil, and blah 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 blah. Oh yeah, you know what sucks is that in the first movie, the 76 one, she says, I need you to tell him about an abortion, because apparently it's, like, not her choice. And then yeah, needs to be approved by your husband. Right. <gasps> the nerve. Anyway. Don't want to get all fucking Like They're going to carry a fucking human child in their stomachs for the next right? nine months. I know. But yeah, so he goes to the psychiatrist. Psychiatrist is a dick. Um, and then... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. My next note. <laughs> Kathy fell and she can't get up. I fell and I can't get up. Okay, so... This scene, um, it involved uh, basically Mary Poppins sending little Damien on wheels around the house, mm -hmm. getting him to knock down his mom off the third floor. Yeah. But she's holding out for dear life on the balcony. He's like, Damien, help me. And he's like, nah, bitch. What and is he she supposed to fall. do, too? He's like fucking six. Honestly, though. Like, <laughs> but yeah. Five. So. He's five. He's a five. He's, he's five. Because they, they make a point of that. Wait, he, why they didn't they just it. make him six? That would have made so much more sense that all the shit starts when he's six years old. Wouldn't it, though? Yeah, right? What the fuck? <laughs> what is his name? What's this guy's name? Donner. D uh, Donner and... Uh, yeah, Donner. <laughs> Donner and Blitzen and, and <laughs> Cupid and Smitten. I don't know their names. Get a rain. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, Kathy, she falls, man. And we, again, she was pregnant at this mm -hmm. time, sent to the hospital. Uh, Robert visits, learns that she lost the baby. So now she's just up there, like, all casted and shit. Her arm, like, in 
two feet in the air. Um, Heading gravity. <laughs> and then Robert gets a call from photographer Keith uh, asking to look at the photos he was taken. He looks and, like a Keith in the second movie. Huh? Oh, yes. Strangely enough, he does. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he takes a look at the photos that Keith took, you know, seeing the line, uh, you know, penetrating through Father Brennan. And the... Not a good enough reason to use the word penetrate. Uh, no, I can't, I can't think of a better <laughs> description. Impaling! And I've been impaled. impaled. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, and then Keith is showing uh, more evidence to Robert pertaining to Father Brennan's death, and how it all relates to Damien and how he is the son of the devil. <laughs> so, um, that's when Keith and Robert go on this adventure to find Damien's birth records. Uh, they go to the hospital that he, you know, picked him up in. And, of course, there were no records there. The place had, or it was another place, right? It had burned down years ago or something. The and... hospital burned down, uh, like, the same year that he was born. <laughs> Well. Also, sorry, the air conditioner's on. <laughs> if that ain't a sign. Not the air conditioning. The, the burning, burning of the down, down of, the tur- or of the hospital church thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it started in the... Uh, shit. Paperwork ward? What the fuck is it called? Hall of Records. It the did. fire started in the Hall of Records. I forgot about that. What a bitch. Um, so, yeah. So then they learn about the whereabouts of... Um, Father Spoleto. Spoleto. That was his name. I know. It's weird. Ew. Right? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So Father Spoleto, who aka was the man who told Robert, like, hey, adopt this kid. He has no family. It's all yours. Take it, take it, take it. Yeah. (laughs) So they find out where he is. He is in Rome. In, what would you call that place. A monas- it was a monastery. A monastery. Okay, I am so sorry. I am not exactly the most religious. No, I just knowledge. remember the lady saying it. So. Ah, okay. I'm not the most attentive. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they go into Rome, um, and they they find the man who ends up revealing um, the. Uh, he he says where what was it? Where the mom is born or di- where, buried? Where? Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, because he learned the mom died. The the mom of. Damien, the real mom. <laughs> um, so they go to that graveyard. It was called Servet? No, called? it was called something longer, but he oh. could only write that much. Oh, 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 right, right, right. Okay. It's like City Bitty or some shit. <laughs> Yikes. Um, so, yeah, they visit uh, the the grave. They, they find the grave of this mother and the a smaller baby-sized grave next to it. <laughs> so <laughs> they dig up the mom's grave and find that there's an animal in there. So uh, I didn't mention this in the beginning, but when Father Brennan initially came to warn Robert, he said that the mother was a jackal. So that kind of makes you put two and two together there. Um, and then they dig up the next grave because Robert needed to find out if his uh, baby, his original baby was his actual baby yeah right and sadly it was he learned that uh whoever was taking the baby away from the wife had killed him and replaced him with damien yeah the skull had a big ass hole in it Mm. god that don't cry don't think about it don't cry um it was a prop just think of it like a prop it was a prop (laughs) oi um so then meanwhile 
uh, <laughs> while Robert and Keith are escaping from the Rottweilers that had showed up at the grave, um, Kathy, or Kate, uh, Kay, sorry, in the <laughs> hospital <laughs> was visited, uh, what, ooh, it was different. Okay, I'll explain the differences later. Kathy was killed by Mary Poppins, y'all. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> I got you, I got you. Yes. I caught it. <laughs> Um, and then next scene, at least in the case for the remake, uh, we show a nightmare of Roberts, a nightmare that he was getting about how he imagined his original baby was handled, was taken care of, was killed, basically. Um, and then that's when we cut into the next scene that happened in both films, uh, Robert getting the news mm -hmm. about his wife's death mm -hmm. and then saying that he wanted Damien to die too. Mm -hmm. Um, so then... They go and meet with this exorcist they, uh, named uh, Ben 10. I forgot his name. I don't know. But Bugenhagen. Bugenhagen. I, I made that up. It sounds right, though. I think it's right. Whoa! <laughs> oh, what? my God. Well, don't quote me on it. Let's but... <laughs> see. Bugenhagen. Um, Search. So a, a little background. When Robert decided <laughs> to meet with Father Brennan in the park... Father Brennan had mentioned you have to meet with uh, Bugenhagen. Bugenhagen, yes. Carl um, Bugenhagen. Uh, Carl, my yeah, know, good right? God. Who's located in Megiddo. Oh, yes. Megiddo, which means Armageddon. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that's what uh, Father Brennan told uh, Robert to do initially um, to meet with him and know what to do with how to uh, dispose of the uh, devil child. So, um, Keith and Robert meet with him, he gets the instructions, he gets the knives, um, but then Robert's thinking, like, this is a child, like, there's no way that he could be, uh, the son of the devil, and, and Keith is fighting him on this, and Robert's like, I'm not doing this, and Keith is like, if you won't, then I will, and they go separate ways, which was a mistake, because that's where Keith died. Beheadings! Beheadings! Um, <laughs> scream six, in case no one knows. <laughs> um, so yeah, Keith died. And then Robert ended up being like, okay, maybe he is the son of the devil. I'm going to take yeah. these knives and, and go on my plane. Um, so then he gets home. I got a wild fact about the beheadings in the 76, man. You're going to hate it. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's going to be fun. Um, so he gets back home and he goes to find um, the uh, the 666 imprint on Damien's head while he's yeah, sleeping. Yeah, because Bugenhagen, Bushheimer, I forget his name. He told him that if the imprint or whatever is not birthmark or birthmark, if it's not visible on his skin, it is hidden in his hair or mm -hmm. underneath his hair. Mm -hmm. so, so to help you remember <laughs> that it's a birthmark. Oh, the, um, the name of the omen, the movie was originally the birthmark. Oh my God. And they were filming in the hospital, and it would say, filming the birthmark, and everyone's like, okay, that's, like, an actual medical thing. Can you imagine just so filming, people filming a birthmark? Someone's yeah. birthmark. So then they changed it to filming the omen, and then that ended up sticking. It, it is a much creepier sense. Yeah, right? The birthmark. Ma the, the birthmark. The beauty mark. <laughs> the, you should get that checked. Birthmark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, yeah, he gets back home, and then he finds, dun-dun-dun, the 666 on Damien's head. And that's when Mary Poppins comes in and all hell breaks loose. Oh, yeah, she, like, jumps on his back. Yeah, like, it was crazy, y'all. 
Um, so he fights her off. Damon is screaming his head off. Um, basically, Robert ends up escaping and taking Damien down to the church where he can do the uh, uh, sacrificial... Uh, I don't know what you would call that. Exorcism, I guess. I, I said, yeah. He had yeah. to kill the devil, basically. Uh, pretty much, yeah. But, like, you know, he, he was being chased by the police and then he kept hesitating because he's just like, oh, it's a child, and he's saying, no, daddy, no, and all that. <laughs> and then the cops come in and then they shoot him. No, they shoot something and then the screen goes black. They shoot something, yeah. And then they show the... Uh, Two graves. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, and a, a funeral procession thing going on. And not until the whole thing is over and everyone's walking away, you you hear, oh, Mr. President, the limo's ready for you now. And then you see the back of the president's head, and then the camera rolls down over to him holding hands with a child. And that is Damien turning his head to the camera, looking straight at you and smiling. Yeah. The end. <laughs> Man, did I hate that ending. The first time I saw that ending in the original <laughs> movie, I was like, ooh, you son of a bitch. Then it worked. <laughs> that, that was their goal. It worked, did man. Did you know? <laughs> did you know? Where the oh, fuck no. is that from? Anyways. Uh, sweet, I can go Thank you. <laughs> did you know that part of one of the original endings was to kill off the kid, but that they, they thought that that would be way too graphic for the audience to see a kid being murdered it would it would and it's kind of lucky that they left it open-ended that the kid survived because then they went on to make a sequel and a A trilogy yeah pretty much which i'm surprised because like i mean maybe it's a different sub-genre like of fans on twitter but like i haven't really heard about those sequels like Mm -hmm. people just kind of really like the omen as like the original Honestly, and it's like, kind of forget about the others. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Although I'm kind of curious only because, like, I, I don't remember what the star rating was for the second movie, but the third one, at least on Amazon Prime, it had, like, four and a half star rating, which I kind of take seriously now because after we watched Vivarium on Prime and that had, like, three stars. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to bring that up. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, so... I mean, I don't know. Maybe one day when I feel like doing absolutely nothing and watching nothing else in my life, maybe I'll watch it. But I'm good with just seeing the kid just surviving and not taking over the world as an adult. So <laughs> that's it. Do you want me to tell you what happens? Uh, okay. Well, I don't have to, he just becomes president, so. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, but, uh, that's the, that's the summary. <laughs> On to effects. Mostly audio and music. So, uh, I'll just start out with, um, I'm gonna describe the effects first in the original and then the effects in the, uh, remake. Hopefully okay. that'll make sense. Alright, let's get, let's get, let's get, let's get. Okay. So, in the original movie, mm-hmm. boy, was music used a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, it was in your face face even mm-hmm. though you only listen to it um so it was in your ear it was in your ear um they use this like minor piano melody that played right away in the beginning credits very ominous <laughs> yes um, <laughs> um and then high use of tr- strings like it was very intense and that intensity was um shown through the increasing tremolos that 
and just like crescendoing the whole time as like someone's running or something like that you know <laughs> it's insane um and then also a lot of high staccatos it kind of uh reminded me of like the music from jaws da, 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 like very short mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. stoppy you know and the fact that that was paired with the choir mm -hmm. like it was a really strong choir singing in in latin uh chants and everything like that just really made you scared and to me like at least in the scene where damien was like you know making a fuss about the church it seemed to resemble like his chaotic reaction to like a powerful figure yeah like it I was just it. ooh, i was like oh my god this is chaotic chaos <laughs> yes <laughs> Oh, sorry about the air conditioner. I feel like I have to apologize every time. We have to figure out how to soundproof that area to this area. Honestly, though. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Send us money. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, in terms of the music, there were some themes that were used throughout the movie, although I only paid attention to a couple. Um, one, again, was the choral singing in Latin. Um, that was definitely used before a... Uh, um, like, uh, uh, in the beginning of a scary scene where Damien would cause some sort of chaos. Um, it seemed to resemble as some sort of warning that something evil was among us. So I thought that was really cool that they had that choir there as a reminder. Um, and then there was also this, <laughs> this theme of this Rottweiler's presence. At least in this movie, a couple times it played the same kind of uh, theme, <laughs> which I called Wah, wah, wah. Dun. <laughs> I don't remember how it goes. I can't remember either. That's I why thought, I wrote it I like said that. It was, what did I say? Warble. Warbling. Warbling. A lot of warbling. Like warbling noise. Like wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Like was it low brass? Was I don't it remember like... now because all I see is wah, 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 done. <laughs> we should the... publish your notes. <laughs> <laughs> we should like hear some supplemental... Here's our notes. Wah, 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 done. done. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, watch the movie. You'll get me. You'll get me. <laughs> so, so, as I said before, use of brass, that was used throughout this movie as well. Mm -hmm. um, it seemed to resemble some increased danger, uh, particularly in Father Brennan's death scene. While he was, you know, running towards the church, and you just hear, like, this low rumble of brass, just like... As if, like, this thunder was coming towards him as he was mm -hmm. running. So I, I, And the lightning was chasing him. It was. <laughs> yeah, it hit the tree next to him, then it hit the fence that he climbed, and then it <gasps> hit, yeah. finally, the church that ended up falling something on him. Falling something? Thro uh, dropping? You know what I mean. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, as I thought that was cool. And then there was also a, a bit of use of chanting in uh, the original movie as well. Like, just, just spoken chant, not necessarily singing. And that was shown, um, actually, oh yeah, near the finale. It kind of was just a very eerie setting. Just yeah. like, you mm -hmm. know, something is among us, but among that us. something among us is sleeping right now. <laughs> AKA Damien. <laughs> oh my god, I got chills. Right? Okay. So like, that's what I thought. But um, yeah, so then the remake, again, mostly <laughs> music. Um, the score was by Marco Beltrami, who also did the score for the beginning Scream movies, which is awesome. She like fangirled like, when she found that out. I guess, I saw I'm telling on you, haha. -ha. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god. So <laughs> that was really cool. Um, and like, 
they in, or Marco Beltrami included some of you know his familiar styles that I kind of recognize from the Scream movies, such as the use of percussion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like again for intensity instead of a choir, and that was like in a lot of uh, like running scenes. Or um, there was, like, a couple of driving scenes that used percussion, like when someone was driving fast, mm-hmm. you know, because someone was in a rush, you know. Um, there was also use of silence, definitely throughout these movies. Like, the most scary, uh, again, the most scariest scenes in this remake happened with no background music. Mm. Which I thought, oh my god, because usually you would think, why does that not have music? Mm-hmm. It doesn't need it. Yeah. Like, one of the scenes was, uh, well... Kate's nightmares. You know, she's just in the bathroom, either chilling in the tub or brushing her teeth, and then not until she turns the mirror or something, then boom, something pops up right there. You know, big noise. That's it. (laughs) I liked her dreams. I know, right? They they were pretty good. Um, And then uh, Kate's fall. Woo. That was like silent aside from her scream like there was no background music for that same with robert's nightmare as well pretty much all of the nightmare scenes yeah um and then there was use of strings in this one as well you can't escape it honestly you can't especially (laughs) in in uh supernatural type movies Mm -hmm. like the strings are so prominent yes more so than in slashers yeah and in this case they weren't as like uh, like screechy they were more legato strings mm-hmm. like it's still it was kind of melodic but still creepy still kind of set you on edge yeah which i thought was really cool um but that's all i got for the audio aka music basically <laughs> yeah i don't have anything for music no nah, okay mm. um and then my ears don't that. work no that's no. why i have subtitles come on <laughs> oh god well I didn't even visuals. notice the concept of a theme until you told me about Dewey's theme. Oh. Like, I never realized that that was a thing that people did, that, like, the certain music plays every time this character is on. Oh, I never yeah. knew that was a thing until you, like, brought it up for Dewey, and then I was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Thanks to my film music class in college. That's where it's huh. got me today. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably the only class that I, like, have no regrets taking. <laughs> it was a lot oh, of That's your credentials for this podcast. <laughs> there you go. I have, I have a degree in music um so then uh for the visual aspect of the effects in both movies um at least for the 1976 one uh there were these very dramatic camera close-ups uh one instance was between the nanny and the dog at damien's birthday party they kind of like you know switch between the eyes like I'm looking at him he's looking <laughs> at me <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> look at him okay and then same goes for um the scene where, uh, what's her name? Sorry, I'm not gonna call her Mrs. Poppins anymore. Mrs. Baylock, that's her Baylock. name. Baylock. Baylock. My brain kept calling her Billy, but that's the actress's <laughs> name in the 76 movie. Oh, oh, oh my god. Yeah, no, it's B- Mrs. Baylock. So, another example was, uh, uh, the end scene, the, the death scene of Kate, uh, between her and Mrs. Baylock, and, uh, they were kind of, like, staring at each other. <gasps> <gasps> you know, <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Okay, great. Get to the killing. Um, but <laughs> um, another uh, effect was the use of lighting, um, such as with Robert's first encounter with the dog uh, when he was just down the hallway and seeing the dog from a distance. Oh yeah. And the lighting was dark, but it was like the darkness was kind of surrounded uh, around the dog's head. 
but there was just enough light to see that dog's head in his menacing face. Yeah, menacing. Yeah, I was like, ooh, okay. And then, oh, uh, I said Poppins versus Robert. Baylock, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) The lighting in that one, when they were just, like, fighting off of each other, I was Mm -hmm. like, whoa, Mm -hmm. this is crazy. Because all there was was, like, what, fireplace light or something or candlelight or something? Nighttime light. Yeah, pretty much. So that was, that was, like, dark. Because, <laughs> you know, finales kind of happen when it's more dark. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Um, and then this was just one small moment, the rotating camera. Um, in the scene where Damien was riding on his tricycle before knocking Mommy down, mm-hmm. uh, he was just riding around in circles in one room like crazy. And then at one point, you see the camera kind of like turning around as Damien, Damien was like riding around the camera, I guess, from the looks of it. So it was like really chaotic, especially when most of the time he looked like he was upside down. Mm. And that really says something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's all I got really for the visuals uh, for the 1976 one. Um, one of the, I guess this would fit under visual, was the effect of the mom falling to the floor. I remember telling you that it looked so funny to me when she was falling in slow motion, like, "Ah." I'm doing a spin with my hands in slow motion for those of you that can't see me. (laughs) It's a pirouette, too. I'm in, like, fucking third position. Anyways, (laughs) um, the point is, the reason it looked so weird was because the floor was, like, almost 90 degree. It was, like, cheated up. Mm. And she was, like, dollied in, like, towards it so that it, like, filming from this side, it looked like she's falling. Mm. But in reality, gravity was still working like gravity, and she was just rolling towards it slowly. Yeah. So the reason that the actress didn't want to actually, like, do any stunts that involved falling was because of The Exorcist, which I don't know this, but you remember how she was yanked back so hard that she has a back problem and, like... Yes. Exactly. So it was because of that 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 this actress said, no, I'm not doing that stunt. I'm not going to fall. I'm not going to have you yank me. I don't blame her. The Exorcist so she, came out in 73. Yeah. Three mm-hmm. years from this one. Mm-hmm. Wow. So so that was the reason that she didn't want to do an actual, like, stunt, and just they ended up meeting her in the middle and doing, like, a roll really slowly towards the wall. I, you know, as funny as it looks, I don't blame her. I don't blame her one bit. Spooky. <laughs> um, so then, that, that, that was a really good visual, because, like, that, that explains a lot. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, so then, as for the visuals in the 2006 remake, uh, lighting was used here as well, which it was in a different way. Um, for one example, there was a mixture of darkness and light, uh, particularly in the beginning scene where Robert is learning about the death of his baby. Um, to me, it seemed to represent a bittersweet moment where Robert's learning about the death of his son, but then he's told, but there's another child yeah. that you can adopt. Who just lost his mom. Right. God gave you a son today. Right. So it was like, ooh. It's like a little darkness in there, but, you know, you can't help it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a lot of bright lightings in this movie as well, despite some of the darkness, um, such as in the kitchen after Kate was, you know, being clawed up by Damien and Robert was taking care of her, you know, patching her up and stuff, the kitchen was bright white light. And that seemed to show, at that same time, Kate was, like, seeing, you know, how Damien is behavior-wise. It's like she was... In the bathroom? No, it was the kitchen. They were in the kitchen? Yeah. Wow. It was a big kitchen. I think in the 76 she was in the bathroom, like, fixing herself up. 
Yeah. No, because I, I remembered, uh, uh, oddly enough, I remembered the floor pattern, and they showed that same floor pattern when Robert was coming home to get the kitchen scissors from oh. the knife block. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so there was like really bright lighting and it seemed to resemble like, you know, Kate kind of seeing things a little clearly about yeah. what she's going mm -hmm. through with her son. A literal light bulb. A literal light bulb, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, and then uh, there was a use of camera focus on this one as well. Um, let's see. Oh, in the sense where in one scene in one of Kate's nightmares, um, she's brushing her teeth, right? And then you see like a little blur like behind her like suddenly walking in and that's Damien and mm -hmm. we know that because the camera suddenly focuses from Kate yeah. to behind mm -hmm. her. I always love the shift of focus. It's literally right? like one of my favorite things. Yes, absolutely. And that was a good one too because it was it's just one small moment but that was important. Um, and this was a different kind of focus. Uh, the What I just mentioned, the scissors and the knife block in the kitchen. The way that it was shown. Robert was walking into the kitchen and he walks around that um, that island, that kitchen island. And as he's walking, the camera is like moving, kind of, I guess what you see, he's moving towards the right. But the scissors are shown very clearly in the front. Mm -hmm. And it's as if that was the center point of like rotation. Yeah. And it's like, it was telling you right then and there, that is what he's going in there for. Yeah. So I thought, like, ooh, that's, that's cool. Was, yeah, it was pretty like, interesting. Look here. And it was subtle lighting, too. Like, yeah. it was still dark in the kitchen, but light enough to kind of shine it over the scissors. It was like, yeah. you know, God was telling them something. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> I'm glad the dog didn't die in that scene. I'm glad, too. I'm glad, too. Even if he's a demon from hell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All dogs go to heaven. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And then camera angles um they used a lot of different ones in the remake such as the different views of damien riding his scooter instead of a tricycle in this case um about to go knock mommy down riding in the hallway you know you see uh like an up close of uh behind the back wheel of his scooter next thing you know you see him in a sky view next thing you know you see his face just just riding like you know while he's just resting bitch face um and uh, yeah, that seems to represent like his uh, his actions at that moment and his intention to being that chaotic mm -hmm. to bring on that action towards his mom. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then another, what was that? Oh yeah, this was a very subtle one um, when there was the scene with Robert visiting uh, Bugenhagen. Oh yeah, you were right. I did write it down. Um, Bugenhagen. Bugenhagen. Uh, when Robert was visiting him and get, you know, getting the instructions of, you know, what to do with the knives, um, and Robert was saying, you know, this is a child, like, what if we're wrong about this? Every time that he was talking, the camera was like, it had him on an angle. Yeah. And it seemed to show him, like, as if he was in an unstable state. Mm -hmm. Like, he was not thinking clearly about yeah, the situation. Not straight. Not thinking uh -huh. straight. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very subtle, but, yeah. like, I, I like it. That's so. nice. Yeah, that's a good one to catch. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's all the visuals I got for the remake now. Uh, how much blood was in the remake? You know, I th not too much, but it was more than the original. Yeah, they made I a think. point not to put too much blood in the original. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially with the beheading. Beheading. Uh, the beheading was oh a big gosh, difference. Oh my gosh, the beheading. <sighs> I can't wait till I get to that fact, man. Oh it's gonna God. literally blow your mind. <laughs> On two scares. So I'll try to try my best to differentiate between the original and the remake when it comes to their scares. Mm -hmm. uh, no fake scares found, and honestly, with a type of movie setting like this, no need for fake scares. I've come to realize that fake scares tend to apply more for like the slasher setting. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes ghost ones, it depends. Um, but onto the jump scares. Uh, for I guess you could say. For both 76 and the 2006, the attack of the Poppins, you know, from behind Robert, <laughs> worked both times for me. <laughs> Especially when she screamed like a fucking banshee, having her arms around Robert's neck. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that showed her wild side compared to, you know, being all, Colin's sweet, Nanny McPhee. Sorry. <laughs> I'm Nanny McPhee. Anyways, <laughs> you really threw me off with that one. <laughs> Broke my brain. <laughs> so, okay. No. Um, the original. You know how in the remake, do we have that she gets hit by a car anywhere on here? <gasps> no. In the remake. <laughs> in the remake, she they have like a really long struggle, and mm. then she actually like chases him out, and he like, fucking slams the car into her. Right. Yeah. In the original, that was still part of the script, but they <gasps> cut it out because they thought the fight with her was too long. No! Mm -hmm. Oh, well, okay. I mean, yeah, the, that fight alone there was already really long, I felt, in, yeah. in the original. So they cut out a lot of time from the original, including the part where she gets hit by the car. Because they just thought it was excessive. It was like, wow, we're fighting with her too long. Let's just cut it out. That is pretty excessive. Yeah, wow. but her getting hit by the car was pretty, uh, was in both, was in the original script. And that, it's, it's cool that they kept it for the 06 version. Yes. <laughs> glad they brought that back. I'm sorry. Uh, that was pretty funny. Um, so, yes, um, Attack of the Poppins for both versions uh, worked very well. I'm glad they kept it. it did. I, I got startled in the 06, even though I already knew it was coming. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, and then as for any more jump scares, they were more, more so uh, prevalent in the 06 one, yeah. where... Um, like Kate's nightmares, how they would end abruptly with something really scary happening, and then she yeah. wakes up. Um, and then, oh, the the dog attack uh, in the cemetery that Robert was in. That was unexpected for me, because in the 76 one, the dogs were kind of like just... You, you knew they were there because, like, you heard them breathing, like... Oh, yeah, they were, like, watching him, like... Camera view! Oh, I forgot shit. about first person! The first person of a dog! First dogson? First, first dogson. First animals... First dog view um, that occurred in the it's 1976 like when people one. It's like put GoPros on their cats. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, sorry. Oh god. So yeah, I mean that was a pretty cool view. But in the 19, uh, sorry, 2006 one, the dog just abruptly appears at Robert's side, attacking him. And you know it's very loud with the barking, and course, yeah. after a moment's silence. So that was a very good jump scare. Um, and then. Uh, I guess we'll move on to these suspense scares. Wait, before then, um, uh -huh. when Kate dies in the 76, wasn't that a little bit of a jump scare? Because she was, like, struggling with her her nightgown thing. And the um, nanny just pops up behind her. But I can't remember if it was like a, uh, oh, there you are. Or if it was like a, 
Uh, Hello? Oh, shit, it's you. I can't remember. It, it was, like, beforehand. She was, like, you know, trying to get dressed while casted. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, Tom, is that you? And then oh, yeah. through her, like, see-through silk thing, Tom? Yeah. Oh. Takes it off? And then, like, she's just standing How there. How can and you not like, see through that? It was mesh. It I'm was so good. It's freaking tool. You can see through that. It was, though. Like, okay, sorry. <laughs> that was funny. You're right, though. Like... <laughs> But, yeah, that, that was more of a moment of suspense, especially when they elongate it with, like, the stares at each other, like, the close-ups on their eyes. Oh, yeah. And she was, like, walking slowly towards her. That was a 76 and... thing to do. That really was. I think that happened a lot in action movies, too. But, <laughs> but yeah, so then, speaking of suspense cares, um, a lot of which happen in both movies, such as uh, Damien being lost in the park, mm-hmm. um, where in the first movie... Uh, he, he was, like, legitimately lost, I guess, from the looks of it, and the parents just weren't good at turning 360, seeing the sun was, like, right behind them by a tree. Um, <laughs> sorry. And the sun just looked, like, all innocent and shit. But then in the remake, Damien is, like, purposefully hiding behind a tree and pops out, boo! Yeah. Oh, did I scare you, mommy? I didn't mean to. Shut up. I hated that line. Oh, my God. You know it because I went on a whole ass rant. I was like, yes, you did. You literally jumped out and said, boo, you meant to scare me, you bitch. I'm about to punt you into that fucking pond. I'm with you. I'm with you. (laughs) So that that was a short moment of suspense, maybe probably for the parents' perspective. Um, And then uh, the whole, Damien, this is for you, the, the nanny. That was uh, very scary, especially with no background music in both movies for those scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, really adds to the eerie creepiness. Like, it puts you in that birthday party. You're watching with mm-hmm. everyone else in that silence. It's mm-hmm. just, ooh, creepy. I ain't going to a kid's party again. In the kid's party of the 76, she, like, drops from, obviously, the place she's standing and then swings into crashing into a window. Oh, yeah. And in the 06, she didn't. She just slammed into the... The, yeah. the wall of the building. So what do you think was more effective? Hmm. Or neither? I, hmm. I feel like crashing through the window was more, it was true dramatic. I feel like with her crashing into the wall right there was like, oh shit, she had no reaction to that. Like, she was lifeless before she hit that wall. Mm-hmm. It was, oof, that is creepy. Yeah, if the fall didn't kill her. <laughs> Swinging into a wall did. Right, yeah. You know what would have been real gross, hmm. real gnarly? Oh, no. Is if she jumped off the ceiling, yoinked her neck, right? Stayed there for a bit while everyone screamed. And then fell to the floor into, like, ah! a puddle of watermelon. Oh, my God. And then everyone just looks at her at the feet. And they're all sprinkled with blood. Oh, my God. That is a... <laughs> That'll probably happen. Sign like... me up. I'm a director. <laughs> look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> That'll probably happen in, what, like, 13 years or something <laughs> in the next, next remake. But the, the dudes didn't want blood, like, on purpose. They didn't want too much blood. So they made a lot of the kills that you see um, bloodless. Yeah. Like, the fall from the ceiling, we didn't see too much. Which, it's um, just very interesting because, like... Impaling, we didn't see too much. Oh, yeah. Um, what was the other guy? Uh, shoot, who else? Who Beheadings. 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 Because <laughs> sometimes, like, less is more. Oh, I'm a tattoo that says beheadings. Beheadings. <laughs> a mannequin. Just a, a tattoo of a mannequin. Beheadings. <laughs> That's too much. That's too much. Oh, God. Okay, sorry. Continue. Um, <laughs> so, okay. on to suspense scares. Um, 
Father Brennan's death. Uh-huh. I mean, the whole chase scene he had with the lightning. Yeah. Um, you can't hide from that. That's terrifying. No. And especially when you are locked out of the only place of safety that you have known your whole life. Yeah. Ooh. And then the heavy, intense kinda... music in the background. Yeah. Like, oh my God. It was kind of symbolic how he, like, turned his back on the church to help the son of the devil or whatever. Right. And then they didn't let him back in when the time came. Right. That was, ooh. Yeah, that's just kind of like karma, I guess. <laughs> yes. Yikes. Um, but yeah, and then adding the stormy setting in the background. You know, in the 76 version, there wasn't too much music, I don't think, in Father Brennan's thing. At least like when uh, the wind started swirling and he was just standing around out there. And then once the first lightning struck, it was like, oh, shit, it's serious. Okay, cue the music. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then the death position, like, in, in both versions was very creepy, but I'll mention about that later. Um, and then another moment of suspense scare was, uh, Keith and Robert's dog chase. Um, a lot of staccato strings used throughout, kind of like the Jaws theme, you know, an animal chasing you. Uh, the looming brass underneath those strings and then an echoing choir. Like, it, it was just, oh my god, I didn't think this'd be so huge when, you know, while you're being chased in a graveyard by a couple Rottweiler dogs. (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's, it's heavy. I said that I thought, like, after this movie, that's why Rottweiler are bad to people. Oh. Apparently sales of Rottweilers went up after the 76 one. Stop. No. Like guard dogs. Oh my god, that's nuts. <laughs> um, so there's that. And then, yikes, Kathy slash Kate's fall. That was the scariest moment for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least for the, uh, the 06 uh, remake. Because it had... A wider variety of camera angles, uh, you know, from the, you know, the overview of the mom hanging on from the stairs. You know, that was as if first person camera view, Damien looking at his mom. I did not think about that. Why didn't I think about that? Um, anywho, you see, you know, her hands and, and Damien's face just looking down like like nothing. Yeah, like nothing. Not even an expression on his face. Yeah, right? And then... You see three different views, at least, of Kate falling. Yeah. Right? Like, from the second floor, oh. you see her suddenly emerge, falling down. There was a fact about that that <gasps> I read. Shoot, I think it had the most camera point of views in the entire movie. That makes sense. I think it, I think it was that one, with, like, five angles. Uh, oh, wow. Also, it was more than three. Shit. I mean, it's really cool, though, because, like, you saw that in so many different ways that you were just like... <gasps> Oh my god. I lied like, to you. What? I lied to you. It was the beheadings. Beheadings? That's the oh one that has the five camera angles. Sorry. Oh. And I'll talk about that when we get to it. Oh, okay. Are we going to get to it? Uh, I, hopefully. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and then Kate screamed throughout the whole fall. Mm-hmm. It was like, that felt like it Chilling. happened for, that was the longest 20 seconds of my life. So, that was It was scary. like two seconds and it felt like 20 seconds. Yes. <laughs> um... So, yeah. And then Kate's death scene was a bit suspenseful as well. Um, and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll get to that when I talk about the differences uh, after these movies. Um, and that's all I got for scares. <laughs> cool. Cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I got trolls on it. Uh, a lot of Damn, alive I love that ones. One. <laughs> I think I say that every time you sing it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so we'll start with the length 
of alive ones throughout both movies, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly the first one. Um, so the 76 one, of course, it has the creepy child. I the mean, that applies. <laughs> Children are kind of creepy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Especially the scary kind. Yes. Oh, my God. And, like, and that applies to both uh, original and remake in this case as well. Both children were creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the case of the 76 version, there was the creepy music box sounding songs, you know, from the happy birthday theme that was played throughout the montage of, like, the family pictures right before the birthday party scene. Like, that sounded creepy and alone. Um, and then the sound of the carousel at Damien's birthday party that was kind of playing in the background there. Um, then there was the trope of the mysterious ignored character trying to help. Um, so there, in the case, it was, uh, Father Brennan in the priest's office. Like, is oh, this guy's creeping me out. Oh, but, oh, it turns out he was right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then listen to animals. That is my Dude, trope. Animals and their <laughs> instinct with haunted babies. Yes. If an animal doesn't like you. If my dog doesn't like you, I don't like you. Mm. Rest in peace, Sadie. Rest in peace, Sadie. <sighs> yes. Shouldn't have gone in that house. Honestly. Ugh. So, then another alive trope was uh, the stormy setting before an attack or kill. In this case, in, you know, in case I haven't mentioned it 20 times in the past hour and a half, <laughs> Father Brennan in the wind and thunder <laughs> right before his death scene. Um, and then another trope was. Uh, men needing convincing when a woman is in danger. And honestly, this was kind of prevalent in the o- 06 remake as mm-hmm. well. You know, Robert not listening to Father Brennan. Robert not listening to his wife. Robert not listening to the psychiatrist. Uh, ben 10, uh, uh, what, what's his name? Boogenhagen. <laughs> Sorry. That's where I first typed his name. Um, so, yeah. You know said. what? Another one I, that I can think of, <laughs> and we talk about it a lot, like, being a you know a woman podcast and maybe a little bit biased yeah <laughs> but like a woman's intuition like even mm. when the psychiatrist said like oh she has a feeling that the kid isn't hers but it's just baloney like it's it, fine it's all in her mind it's all in her mind but like mm. her intuition was fucking right mm. she didn't like that kid he never got sick mm. something's wrong with him mm. straight up she knew <laughs> damn straight um, and then, in terms of alive tropes in just the remake, not double tapping. <laughs> so when when Robert was getting Damon, Damon, Damien, sorry, Damien out of bed in the finale. <laughs> I can't. Damon. Not Damon. <laughs> oh, God. Vampire Diaries. Okay. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> In the finale of the 06 remake, Robert was getting Damien and was trying to uh, fight off uh, Mrs. Baylock. And he thinks that he got her one and done with kicking her in the jaw and then running off yeah. out of the house. <laughs> Until then, she comes in with, what, what was that, a, a sledgehammer or some shit? I, I don't even know. I don't remember. She, Something she, that you can, like, wah, wah, wah. She came in with a bludgeoning <laughs> weapon. A bludgeoning tool of sorts. <laughs> You know, smashing out uh, Robert's windshield in the car mm. until he turns around and is able to boop. <laughs> it really wasn't a boop. It was not. <laughs> Double tapped her ass, <laughs> flipping over the car. Um, oh my god, no. And then... <laughs> so that's all I got for the alive tropes. And then I only got one kill trope that happened in just the 76 one, which 
I guess wasn't a kill trope since it was in 1976. Um, the police <laughs> are usually late to mm. a, a dangerous setting in a finale. Party. But unfortunately, the police were right on time rescuing a child. I'm just saying. Well, it's because he crashed out of the like government building. That is true. And that they made... were already standing guard at the government building. Yeah, now they were doing their job. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. It's uh, only a cinematic thing. I'm just saying. Do I have anything? I don't think I have anything for tropes. <laughs> Those are all my tropes. So now I'll finally mention any other notable differences that I almost let slip in the last hour and a half. Um, one thing was the use of technology, of course, because in 2006 it was very different from 1976. And... Not only did they show, you know, footage of the disasters that were happening around the world in um, the beginning scene of that remake, uh, but also when Keith was showing photos, he was, you know, showing physical um, evidence and then showing digital photos. You know, they, they were promoting Apple <laughs> in the movie, pretty really? much. I, I mean, they showed an Apple laptop and oh. a computer and mm -hmm. yeah. So... Yeah, a lot of uh, different use of technology there. I saw the Razor phone, too. I knew oh, what yeah, the time so that was. You, you knew exactly that was a Razor phone. <laughs> and she was using it at the park. What a time. <laughs> um, so then another notable difference the between... Slim flip. Sorry. I'm slim and I flip. I'm slim oh my and God. I flip. So, no so another notable difference between the remake and the original was... Uh, Oh, okay, so I guess that cuts in, comes in with the technology, the inclusion of real-world tragedies um, in the 2006 remake. Um, and then there was Mrs. Baylock's persona. Um, it seemed very different to me in the sense where the Mrs. Baylock in the 1976 remake, she was made to be obviously creepy. She was very monotone, kind of robotic movements. And then she, like, stated her, you know ill intentions like from the get-go when she was talking to Damien but it was kept kind of vague for the Mrs. Baylock in the remake to mm -hmm. me because she first be was very personable to the parents you know very yeah. very sweet sounding and you know not strange at all and then when she goes to Damien like or Damien damn it Damien <laughs> when she goes to damn it <laughs> oh my god when she talks to Damien in the remake she just says vaguely I'm here to protect you. Not like I'm here to protect the... the what, what, Son of the devil or whatever the fuck he is. Right, exactly. The son of Satan. <laughs> she kept it vague, you know? So it's like, yeah. I kind of preferred that. So, <laughs> you preferred the vague? Uh, yeah. Okay. The original, when they casted her, after they cast her, they decided they don't want a Miss Baylock. They don't even need a nanny, they think. <gasps> Right? Uh -oh. But then they loved her performance so much in the first one <gasps> that they were like, damn, she does add to the creepy factor. In the second one, they went back to the vision of the original where it was, this could either be demonic or it could be coincidence. Everything that happened, mm. all the kills that happened, they were made on purpose to look like coincidences so that the audience watching wouldn't know that it was a demon child until the end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, so that's true. why she was more subtle in the second one, probably, because they were trying to keep it back to, like, the this is supposed to be subtle. Like, anything can happen like that. Like, that's just a coincidence, the fact that, you know, I flipped a cigarette at an oil thing that's going to blow up a car. Like Mysterious accident. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, you're right about that. Oh, my God. But that's interesting, though, with uh, Mrs. Baylock's performance uh, 
in the Making first them movie. Keep her, yeah. yeah, that's that's very interesting. Um, another notable difference was Father Brennan's death position in both movies. In the original, the um, I guess the metal pole, so to speak. It went through what his his in between his like neck his and shoulder. Collabical, basically. Yeah. So like it, the back of your neck, you know, where you always get that knot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so from that view, like it, it looked like he was kind of it was just sideways in a way. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the remake, the father Brennan who died, that went straight through his chest in the front. Yeah. And like his arms were like splayed out. Yeah, Still in a standing just, position. Just kebab. It was like a, oh, like a, oh, I don't know how to explain it. Like a tripod. His two legs and then the thing. Oh God! Yeah, you're right. Ooh, yeah. And <laughs> when I was I was a kid when I saw bits of the remake, um, and this was one of the bits. His death position was like living forever in my brain ever since I saw it. Dang, traumatized you? It kind of did, because honestly, the omen kind of subtly creeped me out as a kid. Um, Still kind of does a little bit, but yeah, the the death position was, that was very different, and I think it made it more prominent than in the first movie, and I think that was a good choice. Hmm. Um, Another notable difference was Ah, Bela killing the wife. Another one that I've really been wanting to mention. Good God. In the original, of course, you know, when the wife is, like, trying to change while being casted, and she turns around, and she's like, oh, it's you. And then it's Mrs. Baylock, and she's slowly walking towards her, smiling. And then next thing you know, we, we see a scene of, like, I don't know, people at an ambulance or something outside of oh, the yeah. building. And then all of a sudden, a crash of the window, and then you see Kathy flipped over and then landing on on an ambulance. Yeah. And dead blood spilling out of her mouth. I was like, that's excessive. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I mean, that's just my opinion. But but like you said, with the subtlety, in the 2006 remake, the way that Mrs. Baylock killed the wife was she, she basically snuck in and what? She she stuck like a, a needle or a... She just put an air bubble in her, her uh, blood thing. Yeah, with with, uh, with an injection needle, oddly enough. Um, so, yeah, that, like, slowly... And she also, you know, put her hand over uh, the so wife's wouldn't face. Scream. Yeah. Yeah. So that was... Ooh, that, that was a very suspenseful scene, like I had said earlier. So that was very brutal. Not as in your face. <laughs> Although she was in her face. Uh, yeah. In yeah, a way. <laughs> it was more subtle. It was more... There felt like there was more intent, more maliciousness from the lady in the second one. As yeah. opposed to the first one where it's kind of like, I'm here to kill you. And then she just throws her out the window. Yay, yay. <laughs> For real. <laughs> but the second one was like, I thought this through and I'm going to watch you die. Mm. Goodbye. For, oh, yeah. Was she, was she kissed her on the face? Like, after Improvised, that? yeah. Oh, that was improvised. Oh, that, that was good. Glad they kept that. Um, and then... Beheadings. Beheadings. <laughs> first, tell me how they were different. Go ahead. So, in the first one, uh, okay, in in the original one, Robert was having that fight with Keith about, you know, I'm not doing this, and then he throws the knives. Keith is like, if you're not doing it, then I will, and he goes back to get the knives. Yeah. And it was, like, in a downhill that he had to run into. Yeah. And so then, meanwhile, there's a guy who really badly parks his truck on that incline. <laughs> he didn't badly park it. 
I, I feel like he didn't really... I don't know. No, he he chalked it. He put a wooden <gasps> chalk, and then some dude was dragging something and moved the chalk by accident. It oh, was made to look like an accident. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so then he moves the wheel chalk, which makes the car start rolling down the... the uh, that incline. The truck? The, the yeah. truck start rolling down the incline, yeah. Yeah. And then as it was heading towards Keith, by the time he looked up, boom! His, his head was doing backflips. <laughs> oh, God. And that was like... No blood splayed out, but in the rebake, <laughs> which was in a very different setting, he was just no. It was walking. the same thing. He was getting he the knives. He had to go down the stairs to get the knives that what's his face threw. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I mean, he was still like on going up these stairs, and then so, he was above this. Uh, it was. What, it was. was um. What, what's our main character dude's name? Robert. Robert. Robert threw the knives the same way the other guy did. Uh -huh. And so he went down the stairs to go get them, and then he was going at the bottom step, grabbed the next one, and then started climbing up the stairs, grabbed the next one, grabbed the next one. So uh, he was climbing up the stairs, which was why you probably oh. thought it wasn't down in an incline, but it was. It was still down there. Ah, okay. Where it happened. And, yeah, and then he ended up under the metal, this metal fixture. Yeah. yeah. That, and how did that come apart again? I don't so, know, like, the shingle, the dude's <gasps> oh. hammering the shingles, dropped his yes. mallet, the mallet hit the sign, and the sign went, yeah, and Basically it, guillotined his head off. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, swung over. But, like, vertically. Yes, and then, like, his his body swayed a lot of blood, and mm -hmm. he fell on his knees and fell down. So that was, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> the first guy, the first movie, the way that it was shot, it had the most camera angles. Mm -hmm. And the reason that it did was because the director wanted it to be so traumatizing and scary to you where you you know it's going to happen and then the moment it happens shink your eyes are closed but when you open your eyes it's still floating in midair his body is still there he oh. did that on purpose so that even though you closed your eyes for the impact you'd still see what happened oh my god mm -hmm. so the guy who made the prop for the beheading no in that movie let me pull up my notes <laughs> i want to get this dark. <laughs> Oh, no. Special effects man John Richardson. Right? Is that his name? I, I'm asking you like you... <laughs> ah. So after the production of this movie, the dude who made the props for that, the special effects for that, basically the beheading side, mm -hmm. was working on a different movie, and he got in a car accident, <gasps> and his girlfriend right next to him was beheaded. No. Mm-hmm. Oh no no, no that is a curse. Cursed. Oh my god. How how long was that after uh That was nineteen seventy seven. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, right. That's scary. Isn't that terrifying? Dude. Oh no no no. Anyone... It an, wait, it says an accident on the set of A Bridge Too Far, nineteen seventy seven, yeah. Oh, I know damn well that ain't no coincidence. It's not even it's not even um it can't be a coincidence because the same dude ended up getting... This is where I got him confused. He, that happened on the set of A Bridge Too Far. And then um, also during the filming of A Bridge Too Far, which was in 77, he was in a car with a car accident with an assistant, and the assistant got killed on impact of the car accident. Oh, my God. Did, did something latch onto him or something? I don't know. Maybe because who was... Oh shit. One of these actors went on to have like a really successful career. So, like, it obviously just chose some people and not others. If it's real, because here's the thing. Oh, man. Should I keep going? Yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing. <clears throat> Everyone thinks the Omen set was 
um, cursed. Mm -hmm. There were so many things that happened on set and after the filming of. Um, but on set, the taxi driver guy, the guy who's a taxi driver, which is a really short cameo, he was just really excited for his role, so excited that he slammed his finger in his car door aye, and aye. almost chopped the whole thing off. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry. You're so squeamish. I should film you. <laughs> that the is baboons. okay. The, the, bab oh, the baboon no. scene in the 1976 movie. Oh, no. When they're sitting in the car and the baboons are, like, going crazy. Jenny. That's real. No. They actually went fucking wild. Do you want to know why, though? No, why? So in order to get an actual reaction from them, they stole the baboon babies. Like, the baboon baby. And they were, like, he was in the backseat of the car with baby. And they didn't get a reaction. So then he took the head of the baboons, like, the king dude or whatever the fuck, took him into the car. And then the baboons went crazy. So the, the girl actress, Kathy? Yeah. Kathy's screams are real. She's genuinely terrified in that because the monkeys genuinely went fucking apeshit. <laughs> oh my god. No. Pun, what pun the intended. Fuck? Oh, that is nuts. <clears throat> how how do you even Oi, how do you <laughs> Yeah. What? Supposedly, this is this is allegedly the second part of this part was that allegedly when the zookeeper tried to calm them down after like the scene was taken, uh -huh. he ended up dying, <gasps> but there's no record of that. Oh, come on. There's no record of him being attacked by these baboons or anything. So that might have been a publicity stunt. It might have been real. We don't know. Oh, boy. God, that's not good. <laughs> oh, what else? Who is Gregory Peck? Do we know who Gregory Peck is? I think that might have been the main dude in the 76 movie, right? Sorry for my typing. Oh, probably. I'm looking I, it I up because recall. I need to get this right. IMDb is my source. If you want to go look it up, you can. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, Gregory Peck, who is... Robert Thorne in the first movie. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> how, okay. <laughs> Let me see. How often. Oh, no. Nah. Two times a year. Nah, dude. Is the average amount of times that a plane gets struck by lightning. Okay. Two times Gregory a year. Peck was in an airplane. No. On the way to UK. Oh, my God. And guess what? Uh, His plane was struck by lightning. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Screenwriter David Seltzer took a separate plane. Also got struck by lightning. Hell no. Come on now. Mm -hmm. That had to have been in like a week. <laughs> <laughs> there goes the whole year. <laughs> so the producer... <laughs> when the producer Harvey Bernhard was in Rome, um, and I think well, that's not where the lightning was filmed, but like a big part of this movie was lightning. And the lightning that struck the thingy, whatever. Yeah. It apparently hit near him. He mm. was almost struck by lightning. And I say apparently, and like, you can, I can tell you these things as a, oh my god, this is insane. But mm. I also am a skeptic, and you know that about me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think a lot of the things that they said about this movie were publicity, especially because they wanted to create as much hype as The Exorcist. Yeah, true. So, true. because it's already been cursed previously, so they're like, haha, it'd be funny if we, you know. Get people to watch this by thinking it really is cursed, just like the other ones were. Rosemary's oh. Baby and The Exorcist. Oh, man. So, yeah, supposedly lightning struck near him while he was in Rome. Huh. This one, <laughs> the next one was about the Rottweilers, because in the 76 film, there was a bunch of Rottweilers. Oh. Um, after they, like, tried to attack the dude and they get away, when the trainer was trying to calm them down, supposedly he was attacked. <gasps> Um, the stunt double that gets his arm, like, you know, <gasps> the stunt double, it, when the trainer tried to stop the dogs from continuing, 
like, oh. okay, we're done with the scene. Yeah. They didn't stop, and he ended up having to be hospitalized <gasps> because the dogs actually attacked him. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. No. And they're, they're trained. They had to have been trained. I know. I'm saying. Oh, my God. Um, and then last thing was also about Gregory Peck, who was Robert Thorne in this. Um, was this before the lightning strike? It, um, I don't even know when this one happened, but he did, he had another flight to go to Israel and, um, something came up and he had to reschedule, but the plane that the, so the plane was rented out to a different company, oh. that plane ended up crashing and everyone died. It was a small plane. It was like one of those small, like business ones just for like, just for the caster people who, you know what I mean? Ooh. It ended up crashing and everyone in there passed away. He would have been on that plane if something else didn't hold him back from going. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Yeah. Dude, that was like with, um, you know that uh, apparently Michael Jackson was supposed to be on a flight on the day of 9-11. <gasps> but he slept in late for oh a meeting. Oh, my gosh. So that he missed. Dude. Yeah. That's the universe saying, not yet, bro. Not yet. <laughs> oh, my God, for That's real. That's insane. All these things are like... They say that they're coincidence. Some people say they're publicity, but there's oh. lots of people out there who think it's... Sorry, it wasn't a flight. I think he was supposed to be in the World Trade Center. <gasps> he was supposed to be in there, I think. That's but, insane. I mean, don't quote me on it. I, I read it in his book. <laughs> but yeah, people yeah. think it's coincidences. People think it's publicity, which is mostly me. <laughs> I think it's publicity. <laughs> but then there's also that question of, like, are they making this film and some other power is trying to stop them from doing it? I... Honestly, and not, not to make things into threes, but like that's like the third movie I've heard that is cursed. Mm. Like that that I know for sure is cursed. The third movie that I have seen, Exorcist, The Omen, Amityville Horror. Mm-hmm. Like I've heard stories either online or in documentaries or behind the scenes stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh my god, dude! Like that's like, I mean, I I kind of do believe. Okay, see, I'm a really skeptical person when it comes to like coincidences and also publicity i think a lot of people do things for money i think mm. the, the society this is we live in a society <laughs> and like if there's money involved they're gonna try to you know pull a stunt that makes it sound like whoa unbelievable right. but but then i but then there's also part of me that believes in like actors go through a whole lot of shit right they got to put themselves in this mindset to be like bad and i think all the energy from that manifests into something like even if it's not the devil it could still be like a poltergeist or something just feeding off the energy of everyone being negative on set that is true even um and then like uh my high school did macbeth Uh (laughs) uh-huh oh no do you know how many injuries we had no during macbeth oh my god three (laughs) but like bad ones like someone fell over a set piece and sprained their ankle someone fell in between the steps that we have (gasps) Because, like, it's, like, the platform for the stage and then the, where the curtain rolls. So there's, like, oh. a foot of space. Oh. And and then the steps to go off of it. Oh, She my fell God. in between because um, she was rushing in the dark. Ended up getting the corner of the set piece oh. straight down her back. I kid you not, I saw it. I was there. Oh. She had, like, a six-inch gash down her back. Oh, it was God. bleeding and everything. I'm sorry to everyone who has a <laughs> soft stomach, but... <laughs> so, like, I believe that that, like people can manifest negative things. I don't know if I believe that it's the demon's work. Yeah, it's... Or it's the devil's work, because I feel like the de- the devil got better things to do. I mean, <laughs> honestly. I guess. <laughs> there, 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 could, there could be a lot worse things that 
that the devil can do. Um, <laughs> yeah, like practicing Beyonce's. If it like a thing, should I get a ring? There you go. Uh, <laughs> Dresses um him from Powerpuff Girls. Oh my god, <laughs> him. <laughs> Put a ring. I can't do the voice. I can't. <laughs> Hello, girls. <laughs> How are you? Sorry, that was really bad. Um. Anyway. <laughs> so, that's all the notable differences I got. For <laughs> you also have the finale on here. Well, I mean, I was just gonna talk about the car. Oh <laughs> shit! Sorry. No, I like went onto a whole rant. And no, like that, I said, like the reason we watched this movie was because of that other podcast. And like I feel like. I'm just regurgitating what they said, but I just use the same source. So technically I didn't. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Plus we we said a lot of interesting stuff, so on our own. Yeah, and is it cursed? What do you guys think? Hit us up. Yeah, for real. Let us know on Twitter. <sighs> oh my god. Let us know on Instagram. And watch both movies, honestly. Or or watch the sequels and let me know what you think. <laughs> Maybe don't watch them back to back. No, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're, you are essentially watching the same thing. Uh, I it's almost exactly the same thing because it's word for word. Like, even the reviews on some of, on like IMDb and also the tomato one. Yeah. <laughs> some yeah. of the reviews, they're like, it's literally like word for word redoing of the first one. So don't watch them back to back because you will get tired out. Right. And I don't know. I don't know which one I would prefer. The original or the remake in this case, because the original is it's very slow moving, mm-hmm. but for the remake it's it's hard because I only think so much about how it's practically a replica of the original, like you know script wise. Yeah. Um. But I I like the effects and the um little bit of a change in the storyline in the remake. I would probably actually re- prefer the remake in a way. Mm-hmm. Although I'm glad that I watched the original because it, it showed that story, that whole storyline, and it, it was interesting. You know? Yeah, there's something nice about seeing the original and like the movie, the cinematography of that time. Yes, it, it makes it like uh, I don't want to say timeless because it doesn't make sense because obviously it's outdated now, especially the staring. Yes. Oh my <laughs> and god. The, like long suspenseful pauses. Very long. But. But I think there's something nice about seeing those older movies and being like, this is what horror was. This is like kind of like the father of horror kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that perspective. But yeah. I mean, guys, tell us if you prefer the original or the remake at least, then <laughs> if you've seen uh, bo- both of the Omen movies. Both yeah. both of <laughs> I don't identify as a woman. I identify as an Omen. Oh, God. I identify as a birthmark. <laughs> um, it's so unthreatening. <laughs> the birthmark. <laughs> Just magnifying glass, the birthmark. Looks at your arm. <laughs> Long stare. Bugger birthmark. <laughs> oh, God. Well, on that happy note, guys, thank you for listening to us with our comparison episode for the yeah. first time in a while. Um, and go ahead and follow us on our social media, you know, our Twitter, the Cutting Room Convos podcast, and our Facebook page, our Instagram page, you know where it's at. Go ahead and listen to our other episodes as well, and we'll, you'll hear from us next time. TTYL. I'm Yasmin. I'm Jenny. And I'll be right back.
Convos was recorded at our home studio. All opinions are our own and we do not represent any companies mentioned. This episode was on the 1976 and 2006 film by the same name, The Omen, directed by Richard Donner and John Moore, respectively. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Hope you enjoyed. No, not yet. We gotta test. We gotta wow. test. Oh shit! I got my noisy chair again. <laughs> <laughs> seat one testing. I'm so sorry. Oh you were ready God. to start. I am ready. <laughs> testing. Uh, seat two. Not as noisy either. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>